On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if there's any Legends left in the season or series finale of Legends of Tomorrow, if Raising Dion sets itself up for season three, and if Cassie and Ryan and Caitlin and Mike can all coexist on the same show. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book or <coughs> comic book <coughs> property. My name is Cassie. This one clearing his throat is Ryan. Ryan, what do you got to say, bro? What's just, up? I'm trying to get you to stop saying comic book property. Mm. It drives me crazy. You know it does. Yeah. And I have a theory mm-hmm. that you say it because you know it makes me crazy. Ryan, that's not a theory. I think I straight up almost every week, like as soon as I greet you and just know like I am trying to make you guys mad with this intro. Okay, well then it's a proven theory. Yeah. I'm a scientist. You're you're a big smart scientist I'm boy. I'm a little scientist. You're a little scientist boy. But yeah, I know like every week when I'm not here, you guys try to sneak it by you try to not mention comic book property and i i, I can't mean, pe- stand for it people will quit listening to the show if they find out that some of the shows are comic book properties and not comic books we got to be upfront with our listeners like this is we're building a relationship they got to trust us so i gotta let them know comic book property okay but this is not what i, I don't want to spend the whole time talking about this that the whole time let's the, just do the whole time like an hour like let's a whole do hour of 70 minutes Cool. So we got to define comic book property. And for that, I go to Webster's Dictionary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we um, have uh, someone else here. Yeah. So there's um there's a show called The Property Brothers. Yes. Do you, does that have anything to do with what we're talking about today? What do the Property Brothers do? Do they like redo comic books? They something something about properties is all I know. Great. Yeah. Now I'm going to shut it down. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll throw them brothers away. Throw them right in the trash. That person you hear is Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> we also have Mike here who's being a real silent, polite boy. Welcome well, back, Mike. I'm a special guest, so yes, I was of waiting course. to be introduced and play. I would never clear my throat in the middle of your sentence, Cassie, <laughs> like these two. But no, He's... I'm not a permanent member of this squad. You're I'm just, just here to chit-chat. <laughs> you're too polite, so I'm you're not wanted. Too polite. You that is really... not the superhero show show way. <laughs> you really got to fight for it. You are getting bonus points, though, by like respecting me in my intro by not clearing your throat. Now, so I if, will... <laughs> now, if uh, somebody <laughs> made a comic book based on the Property Brothers, would that become a show we oh, would have to do? That would be the main event every week. I don't give a fuck what else is happening. No, we don't do shows... We don't we don't review comic books based on shows about property comic book property brothers. <laughs> yes, guys... we could. We could though. I guess we could. could yeah, I guess fall. retroactively we could argue that we could go back and do Buffy the Vampire Slayer because it then became a comic. Oh no! No, no this is dangerous territory. <laughs> Shut it down. Absolutely not. We cannot, Mike. Hey, guest star Mike. We cannot huh? do and, that. <laughs> and I know start my own show. I know, Mike, your uh, love of Joss Whedon knows no bounds, but let's not do it that. It gets stronger every year. <laughs> <laughs> Never falters. Anything he does. Um, we do have a big announcement this episode, though. Ryan, any guess what that is? Let's say um, yep. I will. The announcement is I will finish two Bloody Marys by the time this recording is over. Ooh, you want to release what the record is of how many you've finished before? Three. Great. <laughs> the, the, the big announcement, this is a regular show for Ryan. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Do you ever use a celery to like uh, as like a straw? No, Caitlin, because there's none of the properties of a straw. Like if you <laughs> suck hard enough. Yeah, I guess you're just not trying hard enough. Yeah, I'll be like you and Mike or, and suck harder. <laughs> if you use your little toothpicks to take two celery pieces and pierce them yes. together, now you have a yeah. giant uh-huh. straw. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, or you girl. use it like a little slide and you just Ooh. like from cup it's to illusion your to your mouth. Fun. Unfortunately, Cassie just made me hourly, so <laughs> I'm not allowed to use the salary anymore. Mm, great. <laughs> oh, God. And that's brought to you by the Property Brothers. <laughs> the crowd loved it. Um, that's not, sadly, this celery joke is not the big announcement. We do, uh, it's time to let everybody know, you guys. Caitlin is a permanent member of Superhero Show Show. Wow. Yay. Welcome wow. to the show. Uh, this also means Mike is semi-permanent. Um, he's, he's earning his spot back. pro they, uh, what, what you heard is hundreds of people in their cars or walking their dogs or their commute whenever they listen just went, she wasn't already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this all, how she's been here um, every For week. For years? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's this rule in sports where you're not supposed to lose your job to injury. Like if you get hurt for two months, let's say exactly eight weeks. And somebody comes in and does an admirable job. You're not supposed to lose your job to that person. Yeah, but Mike did. Mike yeah. totally <laughs> did. We don't follow that rule here. <laughs> this ain't sports, bitch. Yeah, that injury straight. It was my ego. My ego was injured. I recently watched Step Up Two, uh, or I'm sorry, Step Up, just the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole premise is basically Channing Tatum has to come in for like a guy who broke his ankle and like you know dance. Mm. And I feel like I just Channing Tatum like all yeah. over your like broken ankle. I think oh, you're God, the Channing that Tatum. Of our crew. <laughs> and that's what you can expect every week from here on out is her Channing Tatum Tatum Ying all over the place. Um <laughs> we could do got a big episode though. Caitlin's here. And for the main event, we will be talking about Legends of Tomorrow's possible finale. So let's go to that right now. On the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. It looks like everyone is actually retiring until they discover that Gwyn has broken the treaty because Gideon replaced Alan with a robot. Meanwhile, Gideon is becoming colder under the influence of evil Gideon, and Sarah hides that she's prego from Ava. Taste buds, I ask you this. Legends is infamous for its rotating cast, but how excited are you that we finally that we're finally getting Booster Gold and he's playing he's played by Donald Faison. Do you not know who that is, Cassie? From Scrubs, right? Yeah. Little scrub Did you recognize him? Yeah. You, and you call him Little Scrub Boy? Little Scrub Boy. Okay. Little, <laughs> that's, uh, that's my and little Murray scrub. from Clueless? <laughs> I haven't seen Clueless. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. don't yell at me. I know it came out the year you were born, but fuck. Go watch Everyone some history. Says, I know everyone says it's good, and you know when it rate, people are like, you got to watch this. I'm just, I'm too rebellious. I'm like, no. Would you say a Clueless on it? I'm clueless on it. Yeah, Caitlin, yeah. I was about to say that. Um, <laughs> if you're going to come into this studio, you're going to look. wait 10 seconds before you say anything, just in case I want to say it first. Caitlin, we all think of wordplay jokes all the time. Oh, and yeah. You, you guys con- are real good at if it. If you look at the Call contract, we, we just have to bite our tongues because Ryan has to be the one to say them. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be screaming at you later, and I'm good. sorry. Okay, so this... Should have been an awfully sad episode, particularly like the one real retirement that we got was Nate, right? Mm-hmm. Nate yeah. straight up said goodbye. He lost his medal to mustard. Who know that if uh, you got burnt <laughs> long enough that your you superpower goes must- away? <laughs> like, <It's> mustard, <laughs> yes, no. The, the hit, hip new invention from 1917 <laughs> is the thing that gets him. Um, and that would have been so much worse, except that they cast, they went and cast one of my favorite actors of all time. 
Um, the king of the poison dance. Nobody dances to <laughs> Belle Bib DeVoe's poison like this man. Um, so if he's the star of next season, sweet. And and one of the biggest characters we have not gotten yet in any DC property, it's been one the fans have wanted for years, is Booster Gold. Because it makes so much sense for him. Because Booster Gold, guys, uh, if you don't know, uh, listeners, not Cass and Caitlin, they definitely know of who course he is. Not us. He is just a fucking schmuck douchebag from the 30th century who breaks into a superhero museum, steals a bunch of tech, and then goes back in time so he can be a hero. He doesn't have powers. He just has okay. future knowledge and some tech. And he is a dickhead, and he's amazing. And that's it sounds like you just described every Legends. Yes, every and Legends. exactly. Legends just took his personality and just carbon copied it over and over and over again. <laughs> Donald Faison has this thing where, like right away when he starts golfing, we're introduced to him with uh, Here Comes the Hot Stepper by yeah. Ini Kamozi. Um, and he has this thing where he he's standing and he goes to walk and he has this little hop that he does and then he moves <laughs> forward. I don't care if he has no lines if he just does, he does that every episode. every single week. It's like they knew they had a great like they got a great actor because the the like pan up from like his feet up. Like, did you guys immediately know it was Booster Gold or was that like dramatic reveal just because it was like, hey, look at who we got? Did that was just I think because look, it's Donald Faison. Uh, I did not know it was Booster. I mean, it, in hindsight, he was wearing Booster Gold's colors in every mm. different outfit he wore, uh, but did not think it did not even consider it was a comic character. Because the last few new characters we've met, Legends is just like, I don't know, we'll make up new people. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not Hawk people, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it definitely seems like so we're just waiting to hear if they get renewed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and man. I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but we also don't know. If the CW will exist, yeah, remember right. like, it's getting yeah. bought and or it's it's on the market, and so if HBO or Warner Brothers, you know, if Warner Brothers moved everything to HBO Max, then that could be good for us. Like they can curse, and that's all I want to hear is Ooh. Legends cursing. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I need. Do you think Booster Gold is enough to get like enough chatter out there where like the people will be clamoring for this? No, no, okay. <laughs> well, because yeah, Legends is historically the least watched, most loved of the CW shows. Mm. Uh, Donald Faison will make a lot of people happy, but it's still like 40 of us out there who watch this show. And then you're going to get a lot of racists who are mad that a black man is playing Booster Gold. So maybe they purposely are like, we just want all the kinds of internet chatter out there. And it probably still won't be big enough. Well, those same racists are also pissed because they're tired about hearing about boosters. Right. It does get both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent point, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> I do. Um, so we'll talk about the episode a little bit. Was there, like, we didn't get, we got one final goodbye, but at the beginning, were you guys worried, like, when it was just them meeting up for a dinner, were you like, damn, this is the end? I kind of, yeah. I thought they were just like, this is how we're all going to retire. We're going to have sad family dinners until we stop having them <laughs> and we go live our lives. Would it have been a bummer for it to be just a family dinner? Like, would that have been the worst way for Legends to end? No, that would have been awesome. Just like a, <laughs> a bottle episode, my dinner with Andre. It's just all of them at a table talking for an hour. I would love yeah. it. <laughs> I will say this, though. When they're not on a mission, that dialogue really skeeves me out. Like, it's cringy as fuck. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to tolerate. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just because I I don't watch Legends normally. I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is a fun show, <laughs> yay! But we did get the big announcement of um that first it was it was it Ava who was going to be the one to be, get pregnant, mm-hmm. and then Sarah got pregnant, so we had almost a double baby. But how excited <laughs> were you guys for this baby? I am very excited. I uh, I think that Sarah and Ava will make the best parents of all time, mm-hmm. second best. 
to me and if I ever get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was very stoked. And I hope that she somehow becomes part of the show too, you know, like, and that's not that crazy on the show. Oh, they yeah. could definitely have a little baby. Where, I like, think Iris no, but and like, Barry have met their 20-year-old kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they've not had a real kid yet. But speaking of that, speaking of adding legends, Gwen at the end was like, Alan, do you want to spend our life on the ship? Do you want to become a legend? And I, first of all, I would think that Gwen and Alan want to go be together, yeah. like live a peaceful life. But also, what the fuck do you do, Alan? You're a fucking <laughs> World War One soldier. Where, what are your powers? Well, I guess he has Mick Rory's powers, basically. He can also shoot pretty well. Just get that flame gun. He's the new heat wave. But he if does any- more than Gwen. Gwen invented time travel. What will he continue to do except not be Constantine? <laughs> we are not. We're not cool with this couple, I guess. <laughs> yeah, how are we... Um, was this the first time we've seen Gwyn or since the beginning? Like, I'm assuming no. he was there at the beginning. He's oh, been he's there been... the whole time. Oh, oh, damn. Wow. I mean, but, so much so that they were like, let's risk our lives and the timeline to go back and save Alan. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's the thing about the legends, about this found family type of dynamic, is that once you're part of the family, you're fucking in. Mm-hmm. You're just... It's like NATO. Like... We're now it's we're all for you. I I do like that the show's like, man, legends can't retire, and then they routed off all the people yeah. we've forgotten had been on the show for years. <laughs> um Yeah. There's a baby. <laughs> There's a baby? There's gonna be a baby, guys. I know. Okay, is it just me or does it seem like she was going through like the whole pregnancy stage quicker than normal? Uh, okay, so I want to talk about this because Sarah and we don't do moments of the week mm. for debate events like i'll allow it, it i might don't be know how much like i have to stress that every week though we don't do it yeah we don't do it we absolutely never do it but my mother of the week is yeah. sarah has an absolute <laughs> meltdown in front of everyone and i don't think that that was crazy baby brain because mm. yeah it's still too new i think that the fact that she's that she is trying to care for this baby she's losing her powers i think it was just an all-time stress moment mm-hmm. that she delivered perfectly mm. yeah but it could be baby brain. She did deliver it perfectly, but because like she is pregnant because they kissed. Because she is yeah. part alien now. So Just like what happened with Joseph and Mary. Exactly. <laughs> they kissed. She stayed a virgin forever. Joseph was a great stepdad. The one. The one who's ever existed. That's a capital S stepdad in the Bible. <laughs> um where was I? Oh yeah, so I think that that that's another argument where the baby could grow up very fast and they're like, you know what? We want yeah. them to have to deal with a 12-year-old for a while. So the baby I, grows up oh there man. to there and then just hangs out. I legit thought at the end of this episode we'd have a baby. Yeah. I thought it was going to end because it seemed like it's like, okay, she's an alien. We don't know anything about it. They could have a baby at the end of this episode. Like, okay, I'm here for it, I guess. Wait, okay. you think that would happen on a show where Mick Rory, the fire guy, got alien pregnant and gave birth from his nose? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. What? Caitlin, come what? on. He's such a good dad, though. He was. Fire guy. A nose baby. <laughs> Fire nose baby. Um, <laughs> That's let, what I call boogers. <laughs> let's talk about um, the, the the goodbye we did get though, which was Mister Nate, Mister Steel Boy. Um, how was it? Did it get dusty? Was it hard to say goodbye to this character? No, he's been like sort of backseated for a long time. I think we're. I think I'm gonna miss him a lot. But yeah, it. it I was like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. I feel like the show hasn't really known what to do with him for a while. Okay. So it was like, it was time for him. Like everybody was, it's yeah. like his time to go. I, I think so. And then it, it feels like almost a secret goodbye. Tala Ash, uh, who is Zari, gave up her totem 
And so mm-hmm. either she just hangs out on the ship powerless, gets a new power, or she will also be leaving, which is much oh. sadder if you are me and Ryan. Yeah, that's going to be devastating to you guys. Um, but they, the way that he did go, we talked a little bit about it. It was because Mustard Gas took away all of his steel. <laughs> and um, that was like, it's a weird thing, but it also felt a little serious for Legends. Like to see him get Mustard Gas was yeah. almost a little serious. And I was like, okay, this is a bit much. His like steel skin got eaten away. It was ugh. Yeah. And then, you know, we get, um, do you think there is any chance of it? Like, I want Booster Gold so bad. I was so excited, like, to get introduced to this character and to get just a taste for him. And they might all be in jail together. Like, the ending of this was just too good. Yeah, I think that if it comes back, that is at least the first part of next season is them escaping from jail. And Booster Gold will certainly be on the team. It would be, I also jail baby now. Gotta have jail baby. Gotta have a jail baby. <laughs> a jail alien baby. God, it's that's jail-ian gonna be good. Baby. Jailian it. baby. <laughs> um, Mike, just in case this is the final episode, is there anything you would like to say on the behalf of just your superhero show show to this show? To be able to spin out of the flash with like all the characters they didn't know what to do with. And the flash at this point was like on the downswing at the top of its years-long downswing, and then how bad that first season was to become the televised version of the superhero show show. I like uh, It <laughs> yeah. was amazing. It really felt like they were making a show for just the people who are on this podcast or guests on this podcast. And it's, it's been an amazing journey. And uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, hopefully it's not the end of it, but that is all the time we have to talk about this. I have, I do have some time to talk about a website, though. So, Mike, what's your big website idea? Well, Bebo is probably on the market. So Bebo's up. Up for grabs. This is a, uh, it, the website is Bias Bebo, and I am, I don't trust GoFundMe because I've now learned that if they don't agree with what you want to do with money, they just can freeze your account. Oh, so, what? Uh, yeah, Freedom Truckers. That's not very free, is it? Uh, so, Bias Bebo, I'm going to be raising money so I can buy the rights to Bebo, and we will finally get some goddamn merch. I want the Bebo socks. I want a Bebo pinata, which this episode mm. showed us. Uh, I want Bebo plastered on everything. That's what, like, for them to have this beautiful creation that it just, even if you don't watch the show, you see it and you're like, I love that little thing. And to not give us the merch is probably the cruelest thing they've ever done. So, I'm glad. I hope. This is a big cause. We do need you to have the rights to Bebo. Um, so for this website, do you feel confident? You think you could build this bad boy? No, I need to convince people I'm a legitimate person. This isn't just like a shoestring operation I'm running, which it the- really is right now. <laughs> <laughs> then, Mike, I'm going to point you to my friend, Cybersprout.net, all right? They got their offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. So if you wanted to handle it, you could through WordPress, but they're like, nah, we got you. Also, if you don't want that, because they're going to handle security, maintenance, backup, and speed optimization. They focus on collaboration and goal-driven design. They help you reach the right customers. It's easy to manage. And you know what? They're just your friends, okay? Cybersprout.net. Use them. They'll help you. They'll get Bebo. Let's get Bebo. Uh, Now it's time to talk about all the other shows we watched this week. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Raising Dion. On the season finale of Raising Dion... Brayden has control of all the swamp putties and threatens to attack everyone watching the school play. Meanwhile, Pete has injected all the superpower DNA into himself and decided it's too hard to be good. Taste buds, I ask you this. At the end of this episode, we have Dion's mom alive, a Michael B. Jordan lookalike daddy figure, and a crooked Pete is back. 
Do you think this is Netflix's way of resetting everything so they can start over with Raising Dion? Uh, I mean, I would say maybe you didn't need to watch the second season if it's going to start exactly where the first season ended off. That is 90s sitcom style. Yeah. Of like nothing ever changes. Yeah. Pat was the bad guy at the end of the first season and then had this like, you know, reclamation season. And then at the end he was like, no, I'm bad. The fuck it. I'm, I'm going to be bad. Yeah, it didn't really make his whole like uh, like good arc. He wasn't even really that good when he was good, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and then he's bad. It's like okay, well, and then he accepts the crooked man back into his life, like into his soul. <laughs> was like, well, they he was born again. If we're not going to uh, get the plot movement that we want, at least we had kick-ass set pieces. Like the swamp putties all getting okay. Tornadoed. All right, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I love the swamp putties. <laughs> These. <laughs> I this whole moment on the battlefield, which was you know the football field, uh, it just reminded me of Power Rangers. Everything was Power Rangers, even like the sparks and flares for no fucking reason. Or the tornado that hit. Yeah, and it was worse than Sharknado. Yeah, like, them flying around. It was like, like you take like a picture of a swamp putty, and then like you can see a person <laughs> like wheeling the picture around. Like when Poochie went back to his planet, that is what it looked like. That's. It, there was that, and then Dion was went down to go like inject a flower with some like something to kill all the flowers and and bring the putties back to people, and like for some reason the whole underground decided to blow up and there were sparks yep. flying, but it was <laughs> like exploded. very cheap, very very cheap sparks <laughs> flying through the air, and it was like oh no, what is it? And then Dion comes out from the underneath and he's like I'm back, mommy. <laughs> Caitlin, I did it. Last week, Cassie and I regaled you of yeah. the, uh, what is it, United 54? Or yeah, the, 59? The, the Fallen 50-something. 50, 50 yeah. yeah. As the That was the musical from last week. Yeah. This week, we have them performing while this entire boss battle is going on outside. Yeah. My favorite part was Dion couldn't make it, and so the kids were deciding which of the kids were going to replace him. Yeah. And what happened? The teacher decided yeah. this is his moment to shine. Yeah. And everyone was like, wow, the teacher can sing. Yeah, he's no like, shit. I fucking hope he can he's sing. A he's a goddamn adult. He's an adult. People All adults come can s- sing. <laughs> adults, you didn't come to watch adults. You came to watch your child sing awfully key on, like, not on key. like Or tempo or anything. Yeah. And, and then that culminated in Esperanza wheeling herself out to sing. And I'm telling you, one of, from Dreamgirls, one of the hardest songs ever to sing yeah <laughs> like jennifer mm-hmm. hudson can do it and that's about it yeah and they made this little girl do it yeah oh, no. <laughs> oh my god so i don't think anyone else watched the episodes leading up to this of esperanza practicing the song did anyone watch oh, any no. of that okay there's a lot of practicing they explained the reasons behind the song of dream girls like and like how yeah. it related to her she's like i'm not like i'm not heartbroken i don't have like a baby daddy or whatever <laughs> i don't remember what it was <laughs> It was like, uh, no one's ever cheated on me. And it's like, no, Esperanza, you need to embody it. And like having, watching her go and grow and then perform the song how it is, it had... Uh, Got dusty in the room. A little dusty. No, did- exact opposite. I was like, God damn it. I'm so glad this is over. <laughs> did it I'm so feel dry. like she did have a baby daddy though? It, I, I was like, wow, she's Channel really it? feeling that baby daddy right now. <laughs> uh, shout out to Sammy Haney, by the way, who uh, likes and reposts all of our Instagrams. That the actress who plays Esperanza. So I think she did a wonderful job. I don't know why you're talking shit, Caitlin. <laughs> no, I think she did a great job. Yeah, right. <laughs> she did a great job. I was just like, okay. She did a great job. 
it, this is this is dragged out a bit. <laughs> well, the, how long is the song? Like four minutes? It's like a four minute yeah. song. Oh, that perfect. was saying three times, three separate episodes. Yeah, and again, yeah. if you have not heard the song, look it up. It's very hard to sing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no way. That's all I <laughs> Don't look it up. That was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> oh, it no, no, no. Yeah. And then, um, so what's up with Mama? Mama, Mama's alive. <laughs> Mom, Mama had her bad uh, in, infestation of her arm, but she did not turn into one of the putties mm-hmm. because she was injecting herself. She said not to take her last injection. Uh, but you just not take the last. She one didn't take live? the last one. She seemed very healthy and fine when she was kicking <laughs> down putties. But then at the very end, she's like, "Oh no, it's back. It's, uh, like, it's a hurting me." <laughs> did the she injections? Did the injections teach you kung fu? Because that's what it seemed like. Apparently. She learned kung fu to take down these putties, and then uh, she's like, "Oh, this uh, this in- last injection, I'm not going to use it on me. Put it in those flower veins, which is a root. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's the root cause. It's the root cause, and and then that'll save us all. And that's what it was. Once Dion so injected smart. that that serum into the flower root, um, everyone was no longer putty. She was wow. cured, and um, it co- most importantly, it convinced her that Dion can now raise himself. Yeah, because the next morning, the epilogue, he's getting up and getting ready to go fight crime in the streets. And she says, school starts in 30 minutes. You better go. And lets him go raise himself. Mm. Raise those streets. Well, it just means like picking up trash cans. Like we saw the... the yeah. It's community <laughs> service. <laughs> um, all right. Do you guys got moments of the week? I'll start with you, Caitlin. Oh, geez. Was it the all four minutes of the song? It. it oh, could, no, 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 no. I think it was definitely... When the putties like came and it there sounds, was it, okay, there's like a dog putty where he was like on all fours, like running, and then there was a putty who was like a contortionist, and I just felt like each one of these putties had a certain like actor who was like, "This is my moment to shine." Yeah. And I, they, I all, still- they all <laughs> used their putty time to be like, "Let me show you what I can do," and, and they were putting on their own show, and that was my favorite part: watching all the putties have their own personalities, <laughs> not just their own personalities, but like get a little bit silly. Yeah, they were yeah. silly putties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you have Caitlin now on the show. To know, this is these. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie and Mike can fuck right off. Just two glares and just cackling in delight. Just, ooh, the best joke she's ever heard. All right, Ryan, besides that, what was your moment of the week? Besides the thing I just said? Yeah. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, because Dion's about to go on stage, his mom brings him a present. And I think it's a Twix, like it a is. big giant Twix. <laughs> and Dion's looking sad because his mom's about to die. And there's a big fight on the football field. And he, ha- he knows he has to go fight it. And she's like, no. We're going to fight it together. And the two of them open up that Twix, <laughs> slow motion, yeah. put it in their mouth, chew it, battle ready Twix. That's and because what it was. Twix have two things on them yep. yeah, you can right share low. with a friend. Yeah. Well. And I'm surprised she ate it because typically Twix are for kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Raising Dion is on Netflix. Um, our next show of the week is The Walking Dead. Uh, this week's episode of The Walking Dead, the heroes experience Halloween in the Commonwealth. And Daryl and Rosita undergo military training. Taste buds, I ask you this. What would you wear for Commonwealth Halloween? Zombie outfit. Really? You don't think that's going to... It's not going to confuse anybody, <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think it's going to be perfect. I, I, I would think that would be the single worst costume to wear. Nah, it's going to be all in how I like bring it to life. And they're going to be like, wow, that one's, that one's too realistic. I won't kill that one. I was just going to say like a, uh, a ghost or something, but... Mm, no, Virginia. That's... The state of Virginia. <laughs> Not this the, is not a state. It's a commonwealth. Uh, I don't, am I the only one that doesn't know what a commonwealth means? <laughs> it's a kind of ter- It's a kind of municipality. It ah, means state. Ah, okay. 
Okay. Dress like a state. Great. Yeah. The Walking Dead is Sundays on AMC. <laughs> Our next show is Snowpiercer. On this week's episode of Snowpiercer, the bomber is revealed. Meanwhile, Leighton comes to terms with his past decisions before making an irreversible call. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do you remember what the code was to reverse a call and see who it was that called you? Who? I do, but I'm old. Redial. Blue 42. Blue 42, that's wrong. That's how you hike a football. <laughs> okay. Star. Star, yes. 69. Star 69 yeah, is correct. <laughs> Kevin, you are 69 star. Woo! Woo! <laughs> well, she's getting such a big episode. It's a real big wins for her. Uh, Snowpiercer is Monday, Mondays on TNT. Our next show is Naomi. On the sixth episode of Naomi, it's homecoming time, and Naomi is in charge of planning it. In her downtime, Naomi discovers she has x-ray vision and finds a ship, which she tells Dr. Bell at Star Labs about. Unfortunately, Dr. Bell can't be trusted, and turns, and the doc turns on Naomi and starts draining her for her power to travel the galaxy. Meanwhile, Naomi's two love interests bond over their search, uh, their search to find out who vandalized the homecoming float. Taste buds, I ask you, you ever bonded with your crush's crush over something weird? That's how Ryan and I became friends. Yeah. Mm, I figured. That's really what I just wanted to We both had crushes on each other. (laughs) 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 All right. Naomi's Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is Superman and Lois. On this week's episode of Superman and Lois, we deal with parallels. We see Bizarro Superman's journey to our world, twin power struggles between Jordan and Jonathan, and sister drama between Lucy and Lana. Lucy and whatsoever Lois. Lois. (laughs) Superman and shit. shit, shit. What's the other one's name? Meanwhile, Superman deals with the new guy from the DEA, and Lana finally leaves Kyle. Taste buds, I ask you this. With our true big bad, Ali Aston, the cult leader, revealed, do we think Bizarro Superman or regular Superman will have an opportunity and the guts to take her out? Yeah, I think they're going to want to punch her face. Do you? Right out of the sky. Because we have Bizarro Superman who's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill her. And then there's like regular Superman who's like, no, I never murder. But then yeah, he I don't... takes down a hallway of people. Well, he doesn't murder them, though. He does or were they murder. just like put to no, sleep? <laughs> they put on, okay, they, they, the, the general's like, hey, we need help with this threat. And then it's the new general who doesn't like Superman, who's constantly like, you should trust me, Superman. And Superman's like, trust takes time. And that really makes the general mad. But they're all uh, screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Trust takes time. <laughs> so he lures them to a hallway, turns on a bunch of red kryptonite lights, and then is like, why don't you trust us? And then orders people to beat the shit out of Superman and gets very upset when Superman fights back. Oh, now that you say that it's red kryptonite lights, it makes a lot more sense. I was like, why are these red lights on all the time? <laughs> and then why is he sexy. reacting like kryptonite? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it makes a lot more so it, we, that's that's why it, it was just like a dude who has learned how to fight fighting a bunch of people because yeah. he was like a normal human that that scene was dope which we uh, well i thought it was super cool because bizarro superman did it in the intro and then right. we had regular superman going through the same exact thing but flipped yeah but flipped cool. but flipped and he didn't kill a girl in the beginning so you know it was cool <laughs> differences cool. different differences um but ali aston being a big bad Mike, did you see that coming or? It's, I mean, the the the, the season has been not meandering because I enjoy hanging out with these characters, but it doesn't really have a big bad, and I kind of like that where they are just dealing. Jordan, and Jonathan are just going through their own stuff separately and sometimes together. Jordan is addicted to, or Jonathan's addicted to super drugs, yeah, uh, and football, and <laughs> Lucy is addicted to being a bitch, and Lois has to deal with that, and so the, yeah, Ali being it. I think what works for a Superman big bad is not who can be even stronger. It is like who can 
fuck with people's minds, Superman can't just punch an old lady in the face. So he has to figure out other ways to get this cult leader out. Yeah. And it's all about this jewelry. They got to destroy this, this, the pendant, this pendant and two pendants, or they have to kill that. Cause there's bizarro world and Allie knows about it basically, or it's just conveniently because other people who have died, she's like, kill yourself. And then you're really free. And Lucy's like, she's a great leader. What are you talking about? Lois? And just because a bizarro Superman shows up, she's like, see, we were right. Which Lucy, do you know who Lucy is? Like the actress? No. Um, have you heard of the movie called Step Up? <laughs> I was wondering I've, if this could be High School Musical. musical did she chase. take it to the streets? <laughs> um, because uh, as we mentioned, I did watch Step Up over the weekend. And guess who was on it? It was Lucy. Did Lucy. she step up? She stepped up. She's the main character from freaking step up oh she's she married, up, she, married, she was married to channing tatum wow yeah isn't that crazy I oh yeah crazy. And she also played lana on supergirl right did she yeah lucy wow. on supergirl. So I, she yeah. played lucy on supergirl yeah what's oh, her okay. name they got divorced lucy Channing Tatum and his wife Jenna Jenna Dewan. Dewan. Oh, yeah. she yeah. They, in real life. I thought you were saying she married him in the movie. I was like, yeah. that's not a big no. Deal. They were married and <laughs> oh, now they're divorced. She was Jenna Dewine Tatum, but she's not no more. <laughs> she she could no longer <laughs> step up. Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, Lana finally leaves Kyle because Kyle's yes. a cheating asshole. <gasps> also, from years ago, but it just yeah. came to light now. Yeah, two years it was, ago him bawling and being like i love you and her just like no emotion just asking him questions did you bring her to my house did you do that like she just had like a a yellow legal pad full of like (laughs) questions she asked so calmly it was scary it was amazing Mm -hmm. and i I thought that was the best part there's been so many reasons to leave this douchebag and to have it be like he cheated a couple years ago yeah instantly right on the spot serving papers what i loved uh, was he kept he keeps bringing up high school and when they met and so it means they belong together. She's like, "Who are you now? I don't want to hear about you twenty years ago when we met. Who are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, girl, who the fuck is this <laughs> trick? <laughs> who the fuck is Kyle? <laughs> Not a good guy. Not a good guy. Um, that sounds like the biggest thing. Was there is there any more points? Because I I feel like that's a highlight right there. Well, Jonathan and and Jordan fighting because Jonathan is like taking his. Uh, inhaler. inhaler of superpowers, uh, and he's like, "I'm getting powers too." And Jordan's like, "Yay, my brother's getting powers!" <laughs> Meanwhile, he doesn't know his brother's juicing <laughs> and trying to uh, be a football star. Which the guy who Timmy, you guys remember Timmy? Of course, I remember Timmy. He was the original juicer. Uh, he got caught. So OJ. Uh, is that what OJ stands for? God damn it! <laughs> the, original, yeah, original <laughs> the original juicer. Uh, so uh, Timmy got caught. So the cops are on him, and it feels like the next thing that's going to happen is Jonathan's going to be a bad a bad boy a bad boy he's going to go to jail for doing drugs I feel like or he's just there, we're going to see like a difference between Jordan being like super boy as they called him for the first time in this mm-hmm. episode and bad boy I think that's the <laughs> name of the and other bad one. boy yeah yeah yeah. Hell yeah what you want <laughs> I do have a request from you too um, yeah. Caitlin at some point you called something super cool yeah and Mike you called something super drugs uh-huh. mm-hmm. it should be super cool and Lois and super drugs and Lois <laughs> yes just for next time please that's please <laughs> All right. What a super polite and lowest request to be, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's go to moments of the week. Mike, what do you got? Uh, There's so many. I do think that (laughs) Jonathan telling Jonathan telling Jordan that he kept his super secrets all last year. So I'm sorry, his what? His super (laughs) secrets and lowest all last year. So. Jordan should also keep secret that Jonathan is doing drugs. Bro, those are not the same. That is such a not one for one. Did he say tit uh, for tat? 
tit for tat. My favorite phrase. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that. I'll say that. We talked about a lot of my other ones. Obviously, Kyle crying. Obviously. <laughs> Kyle crying. <laughs> Te amo. It's like, oh my <laughs> God, no. Kyle. Kyle. They, they, got, they, they got the whitest gringo to <laughs> say he's Hispanic. Oh, yeah. The last episode was a whole quinceanera, and it was him like trying to say like things in Spanish. And I was like, "Fuck, no. Kyle, who changed his last name to Cortez?" And saying, "Oh okay. my god, Kyle." <laughs> Anyways, uh, my moment of the week uh, has to do with Lana or fucking Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Too many L names. Sorry, it's there really are Lois Lane. Yes, Lana Lang. Yeah, and Lucy, Lucy Lane. Lang. Yeah, that's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Uh, anyways, so. Lois uh, is talking to her dad about like parenting kids because she's dealing with all this stuff with her parents, with her kids, like trauma and then her and her sister. And she's like, it never gets easier is what uh, Daddy Lane says. Mm-hmm. He's like, parenting never gets easier or it gets easier as they get older is what he says. And then she says, well, that's probably because you haven't. Wait. I don't remember much. Yeah, how is she's, <laughs> she? She's basically like you were barely a dad, and yeah, she's yeah, like, "Oh yeah. shit!" She's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's easy when you ignore your teenage daughters." Yeah, she really called him out, and but her comment yeah. was, "Well, probably because you haven't had to breastfeed or change twin diapers, you had it easy." True. Is he still an antagonist of the show, or they moved away from that? They moved they away moved from. Away. He's now just grandpa. Yeah, oh, he's grandpa. So more of an antagonist of. His daughter, then yeah, super. Yeah, he's trying to get like his daughters to talk again. That's like his whole thing. So he's like really in grandpa mode right now. Oh, uh, full gramps. Yeah. All right, so uh, he, he's grandpa. fully retired. But every once in a while, runs in and he's like, "I got a top secret phone call." Just because, like, they're like, "How would the family find out Superman's now in prison?" <laughs> yeah, for treason. <laughs> uh, Superman and Lois is Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is Batwoman. On the season three finale of Batwoman, it's full of bat shenanigans, the bat shenanigans we love, as the bat team works to stop Marquise from revealing Batwoman's identity. Their initial plan of hacking into the bat blimp gets ruined, so Ryan is forced to use a grappling hook to get onto the blimp, which the team then uses Penguin's hypnotic umbrella to tell the town to take cover. After a scuffle on the blimp, Ryan uses her grappling hook again to take down Marquise and out get pushed out of the blimp. Now with the fight on the ground, Alice sacrifices her own shot to be normal and gives the joy buzzer over to Marquise. Taste buds, I ask you, is there anything better than one of our shows uses an absurd amount of comic book bullshit? No, I lo- more grappling hook, I said. <laughs> grappling hook, and last week we talked about the joy buzzer, right? Yeah. And the, so this week we have grappling hook and hypnotic umbrella. Bro, yeah. Bring it. Love <laughs> it all. Also, the hypnotic umbrella wasn't, it doesn't sound like it was needed. It was like, hey, you guys needed to take cover. We're under attack. Like, you don't need to hypnotize people for that, yeah. I don't think. Like, it's going to be okay. We I know, but got you, an umbrella, though. You brought the umbrella. You might as well use it. Um, Batwoman is Wednesdays on the CW. Our final show is Resident Alien. On this week's episode of Resident Alien, Asta and Harry are in New York trying to find the other alien who turns out to be a famous street artist named Goliath, which obviously leads to Harry tripping on acid. Meanwhile, the deputy forces the sheriff to open about what's open up about what's going on with him and the mayor. Oh, what's going on with him? And the mayor is opening up to Darcy about his marital problems while also teaching Darcy that it's okay to live, laugh, and love. Taste what <laughs> they ask you. In this episode, uh, we also had to say goodbye to number 42. Were you ready for no. that? Um, no. I I was I was less ready for how he died. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he died be- from being eaten. But, uh, oh, by, no. By Harry. <gasps> but how he was put on his deathbed, I was... <laughs> It's not often that you see one of your a fan favorite character just get absolutely mauled by a dog. <laughs> what? Another fan favorite character <laughs> with Nathan Fillion in the background going, "Oh no!" Yeah, Caitlin the dog. So he put the t- 
<laughs> the dog and the octopus together so they could be friends. And <laughs> it was it was foreshadowed, right? Nathan Fillion's yeah. like, uh, I wouldn't put that dog with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dog hasn't eaten yet, so I wouldn't oh, do this. Oh no! And then you cut to uh, Harry having a conversation, and then just in the background, the dog is destroying this octopus. Oh no! Flinging it around. Oh no! <laughs> is it a cute dog though? Yes, yeah, a cute dog. Oh yeah. man! Is it a nice hat? Does okay. So then, does the dog eat the octopus, or do they then later fry it up? Harry's holding it. <laughs> and uh, number 42 is saying its last words and then Nathan Fillion requests you should eat me and Harry enjoys the shit like <laughs> finger licking he's, he's crying he's crying because his friend is dead but is really enjoying the buttery <laughs> octopus he's eating and it's so fucking good you should eat me <laughs> he was like do, an, do me an honor and uh, eat me but pair me with some nice food like a good wine and like cook me right <laughs> ah! um the same request I'll make of all of you. For of course. Uh, we're going to need a lot of butter, but... What's her name, the little girl? Zahar. Zahar. Uh, TV characters, we need to interrupt sooner. If you if something is happening behind the person yeah. you're talking to, say something. Just like, she's just standing there going like, uh, 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 and no, say, shut the fuck up. Your dog is <laughs> chewing on a giant octopus behind you. <laughs> I think that's a pretty shocking situation, though. Like, yeah, she might have been a little <laughs> shell <shell-shocked. laughs> Um, Other than that, we do get... So we have Asta and Harry in New York. Um, after he says goodbye to his friend, they do go to New York to see if they can make another alien friend. And um, uh, this... W- I don't like. I expected more hijinks out of them from New York. Yeah, it was a little... Even with the LSD going down, yeah. it was a little laid back. They went to a pizza shop. They went to a diner. A pie they shop. Went to an art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the New York experience, right? That's, that's all, all New York is, baby. <laughs> they didn't get a bagel though, so ah, he got pie instead of bullshit. a bagel. Oh, that famous New York pie. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It didn't even look great. Like it looked very store bought. It looked like it a subpar solid. pie. Solid, but yeah, it wasn't even four and twenty blackbirds down in Greenpoint, which oh. is an amazing pie place. Oh. Oh. Nobody's been to New York. <laughs> Um, but how did you guys feel about like he? So they're getting close to Goliath, I think. By the end, they found I don't know somebody who's dating Goliath, I guess, and also knows of a alien alien secret. A alien. A alien. <laughs> <laughs> By but, the way, um, Cassie, knock knock. Who's there? Goliath. Yeah. Goliath down. You look at the tired. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, do you want to cackle at that one? It didn't it? Didn't get did a cackle. Not get the Caitlin approval. As far as knock knock jokes go. It's not a bad one. Not bad. Yeah, do you know what ruined it is Cassie didn't say who. She said what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is also what she says when anybody rings yeah. her doorbell. <laughs> That's how she answers what? her door. <laughs> Fucking what? Who has the audacity to knock on my door? I did get a little scared, though, when he took the LSD at a museum, which seems like the both the best worst, both mm-hmm. the best and worst ideas, mm. because it was a standard painting who all of a sudden was like, ah, and <laughs> I jumped a little. Yeah, it was a little spooky. And then, you know, he decides to go out to Times Square, which is the chillest point oh, yeah. to like also be tripping. That's where you hang out. <laughs> That's how sober. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what really like the dynamic I really like this episode, what I cared more about was weirdly the mayor and Darcy. His, his the, the desperate where you find it like and you know we've all been in bad relationships but his what, like their big fight he's just like I just want to hang art on the wall and she won't let me and it's fucking live laugh it's love it's live laugh love <laughs> the most fucking mayor thing I've she, ever heard she won't let me be a basic bitch it was so good but we've been talking all season about like Cassie we've been talking about like what is Darcy doing why does she keep bringing up this kiss yeah. is she trying to self-sabotage is she trying to sabotage the marriage and I don't think that was fully answered in this episode but mm. 
because of the chili eating contest. Mm-hmm. Remember from chili last, pepper, chili pepper, and how uh, Asta's daughter was like, "You're not an adult." Mm. I think she is growing up a little bit, mm. and she just apologized. And I feel like we can move on, and they can just be platonic friends. Yeah, yeah. I was a little worried if there was going to be like if they were trying to give him this moment of like you know he's opening up about their marriage and stuff, and but then they didn't. Fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they didn't go there, and I was real proud of them for that. It was just like a growing moment for Darcy. And, you know, I love my girl. Um, Other than that, we do have the sheriff and the deputy. And I'm glad the sheriff has finally opened up about his, uh, you know, his trauma. We had, this was a great sheriff episode because he sat handcuffed on a park bench and finally opened up and cried, right? So we can start to move on with that storyline. But also had some classic sheriff liners, (laughs) including, I love all monsters, Except fucking mermaids just sitting on a rock (laughs) trying to get you to fuck them even though they're fucking fish. Like, Sheriff went off in this episode. He had a weird, of course they smell like (laughs) fish. He's so good. And it's all because his his old partner died, right? So that's he doesn't want to get close to to the new deputy. Well, not just his old partner, but like best friend since like... His best friend. Yeah, Yeah, childhood. Middle school or like elementary school friend. Well, I do like, so with, with the deputy and the sheriff getting close, Asta and Harry, and now if Darcy and Mayer uh Three platonic, platonic relationships, it's just, Mike? It's, it's, the happens. show is just all about, look, you can just be friends with the opposite sex, and it's Whoa. totally fine. <laughs> Shout out to Sci-Fi for that. That's the real alien. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to moments of the week before Ryan tries to get another thing in. Mike, what was yours? Uh, it was going to be Harry crying while eating the octopus, but we covered that. So uh, I do like, love Alice Wetterland. The middle of the day at a dive bar, she's just karaokeing alone, crawling all over the bar, serenading one drunk who's barely there. It, it's glorious. This is the obvious moment of the week. Um, and I think it's important because for a long time, the greatest moment in... What's that show? My Chemical Romance? No. Remember the one on Netflix with the kids? Umbrella are... Academy? Umbrella Academy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I, is, I get yeah. the connection. Yeah. Um, that was the greatest performance of Tiffany's, I think we're alone now, in superhero show show history. Mm-hmm. And now I think we might have a new winner. And I never thought there would be competing best moments performing <laughs> Tiffany's, I think we're alone now. Um, yeah, that's the obvious moment of the week. The other one I got is when um, the octopus was dying and Harry was saying goodbye to him, um, you know, crying over his corpse. Uh-huh. Uh, he did mention, you know, like, I'm sorry I yelled at you and said I hated you. Um, I just don't like that you watched, like, um, breakfast and, or no, um, what is it, like, home improvement shows? And yeah, he just, yeah. while crying, he's like, you live in water. What do you care about breakfast nooks for? <laughs> <laughs> bawling his eyes out (laughs) and then like asta can't hear number 42 right right only when he wants only when he wants but they're on an insult off that they don't know about and harry's just in the middle going hot (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good show such a good show um it is wednesdays on the sci-fi show or channel uh that is it for this week which means it's now time for extaz Welcome to X-Tasmania, bitch, a mini-show within a show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early-morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men the Animated Series. This week on X-Men, Corsair is on the run from the Shihar authorities, who demand that Cyclops and Storm turn him over turn him over to them. When Cyclops thinks about it for a split second, the Shihar decide to kill literally everyone they could fucking see. While on the lamb, Corsair and Scott discover how they're related, and maybe they aren't so different after all. 
uh, taste buds. This opens up with just spaceships like fighting across the entire U.S. Like we just get a good montage. This yeah. is this is a Star Wars opening, right? It's just let's just mm-hmm. have lasers going right mm-hmm. away. Yeah, and like they like it was weird to hit so many points. It was just like different vacations we essentially hit. Like we saw <laughs> like a cruise, and they were like watching fuck up this cruise, and then like over to New York, and people just trying to enjoy like bagels and stuff. They're like, we can also fuck that up. And they like the spaceships didn't even go near uh, four and twenty blackbirds at Granite but a Can't believe they it's missed that landmark. Fake New York. <laughs> um, but then once we go there, we do cut over to the mansion, and we get a perfect like dad scott moment of him being like can't be the x-men they're not up this early and what a beautiful <laughs> check-in with scott we get well, especially when he is the same age as all of them but jubilee he's yeah. still we all know that douchebag <laughs> but storm also brings up well it might be gambit from a long night like oh, Gambit yeah. might have been out fucking let's smell gambit fingers <laughs> <before> <laughs> I love Ponytail Storm and Scott yes. because, like, in the comics at this time, they were both the leaders, and uh, the show doesn't have them just talk, but that they're both judging all of the other X Men yeah. together yeah. was great. It, it showed them they're in their persona in the battlefield. They're like, Aurora is always like, "Weather, come to me," and Scott's like, uh, "To me, my X Men." And here they're like, "Oh, that fucking game!" But I swear, <laughs> <to> God. <laughs> oh my God. that Stinky fucking slimy bitch. southerner <laughs> leaves his cards all over the place. <laughs> Um, and then, so we, uh, they get a little alert and they're like, Hey, there's some spaceship activity going on. So they go check out what that is. And, uh, they have to save this spaceship from the river, essentially. (laughs) It's just, you know how that happens. And um, that's when we get, they pull them up to shore and we have a big reveal, like the most shocking reveal we've probably ever had. The best way to discover somebody's father. Well, it's, he calls it dog tags. He's like, Oh, these are your dog tags. But it's like... I've worn dog tags, guys. They do not open and they do not hold photographs. It's not a locket. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're too manly to call it a locket. Like, Just call it a death locket. No, my dog tag. It's like, bitch, this is a fucking photo. <laughs> yeah, he sees them and he's like, hey, those are those aren't your. That's not your tag. Let me see that. And then it opens to a photo and he's like, that's me. <laughs> that's my mom. Also, it was the perfect like how dudes figure shit out because not only did. Jean Grey tell us, the audience, that they are father and son, what, six episodes ago or so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was also in the previously on. Mm. So we all know. And they're standing there going, how did you get the dog tags of my father, you <laughs> robber? It's like, these are my dog tags. Why would you say that they're yours? You, <laughs> what are you, my, my son? Yeah. <laughs> but wait, and they go back and forth for like six minutes. Well, Storm's just like <laughs> holding yeah, her head. Storm is like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? And, and this is in the middle. The Shi'ar uh, had asked the X-Men for help because they d- aren't good at their jobs. And so this is when Cyclops is like, I was going to turn this guy over who's helped me in the past. But now that he might be my estranged father, I just need a second to think. Yeah, I need one yeah, minute. Just They're like, well, if that's the case, you're the enemy of the Shi'ar. <laughs> so you want to do that? Yeah, there's the most of this episode is this weird battle of, um, you know, him like, give me a second. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. The Shihar attacking them and him like having his moments to yell about like how his dad abandoned him and he was in an orphanage. Ah! His going back and forth is so funny. He's like starting to get one over by Corsair and and tells the Shihar and the Shihar like, well, he might be lying. He's like, you're right. And he starts yelling at his dad again. Well, this is a Scott Summers is a boomer. Okay, let's just be honest. And like, who, whatever is the last thing he heard is the thing that he believes. But how you can tell where he is is how he says dad. Because he's like, dad? And then he'll learn something from the Shire and he's like, oh, why don't you get back on the ship? Dad! (laughs) (laughs) So much stink. Did I imagine the foster home? Dad! (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like, bro, I know it's hard what you're going through, but you're 30. Please act like <laughs> it. <laughs> you're a full we, grown man. You can't call yourself an orphan anymore. Yeah. And I think it's down when they're. So at some point, you know, they just go underground and there's a whole monorail there. It's important mm-hmm. to know it's a monorail. Did we know that? <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Storm, Storm said, I'll meet you know. at the monorail. <laughs> I'll meet you at the monorail. Yeah. She says it exactly how she says, like, please, goddess of the wind, release the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I would have been made more sense if she was like, I'll meet you at the monorail, and then looked over to the next man, who's like, and she's like, monorail, make one real quick. And he's like, I will use my powers to do that. Monorail. But it's during this one we get Scott's biggest freak out, which then leads to dad's telling him of like this is why i left you um we were on a plane that was getting attacked so obviously we had to send you children out with the one parachute that burned immediately (laughs) (laughs) and that they like they're like all right we'll put it on the big kid the kid who has no upper body strength just hold on we'll sort of put a belt around you so we tied alex to you That whole moment, I couldn't stop laughing because they were like tying a child to another child. Take our one parachute and the parachute starts on fire. It's like, no. So if you look at it, now that we've seen the whole show, what they did was they tied two children together and pushed them out of a crashing plane just before they got saved by aliens and were totally fine. And and it was like in snowy mountains. Those kids should have died. Yeah, like he assumed he was dead his whole life because of good reason. I thought I killed you. (laughs) We're not talking about the smartest guy because I swear to God, there's a close up when the plane starts crashing. There's a close up on the autopilot switch. Yeah. And it switched to autopilot and he turns it off autopilot, (laughs) which means he was sitting there doing nothing for the whole flight, switched it off autopilot, and then it crashed. Yeah. Corsair is. Classic dad. (laughs) Dad. 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 Uh, so in between all of this between the back and forth of like do i believe the shihar or am i here for my dad um it ends up with um storm eventually ends up in the woods um going after trying to find the jammers the jammers the star jammers yeah yeah and um so we do see we get uh storm in the forest or the woods like just getting attacked by the weirdest ragtag group that uh chode Chode, the big lizard man. Uh, Wolf Lady talk dumb. Storm doesn't even say uh, what happens when a chode gets smoked by a handful of lightning. (laughs) Same thing that happens to everybody else. (laughs) It's wild that she didn't say that. It's absolutely wild. Um, But at this point, like up, so she's you know getting attacked by jammers, going back to their hideout, and at the same time. um, By the way, in my life getting attacked by jammers means pajamas you're getting attacked mm-hmm. by your pajamas yeah. oh yeah so storm i don't know what her life is <laughs> um but up on the sh- uh, ship scott was briefly in a little timeout um <laughs> as he went and got like corsair is like being interrogated and then uh, the person at the comms this uh one of the shihar lets him free and is like let me show you this video um it's in a few in the in, in a from couple the days future. from the future and that's when we find out jonda is going to be murdered and he's like oh damn i fucked up i picked the wrong team essentially and then runs out and says i picked the wrong team and starts <laughs> switching sides again again and uh so then we get another chase again scott ends up going to the jammers um and at this point, we have destroyed the Shihar ship, and this is when everybody takes a moment to um, just get a little group hug. Yeah. <laughs> and this was probably the most Star Wars moment of all, because they kept mentioning runs and trials like, you know, Alderaan or... Right. Uh, what's the Han Solo thing? That Kessel he, Run. Kessel Run. 
they start using code words like that, alien like code words to like figure stuff out. And then they're also on those speed racer things, yeah. basically, right? Like they're going through the forest on these speed bikes. Yeah, it was very Star Wars. And then um, at the end, once everything is settled, um, we do get S- Scott just pleading for his dad to stay for a little while. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, don't leave daddy. <laughs> dad, you could stay for five more minutes. <laughs> this is not my experience. Usually the dad says, that's true. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, this dad's like, put a pot of coffee on. Yes. And then they start getting a little weird about their conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, man. You're, uh, so you're going to marry that redhead, huh? She reminds me of your mother. Oh, how? Oh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you. Yes. Maybe I should tell you after you're married. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> I, either, I think it means, well, it, it's something sexual because he assumes that people don't have sex until after they're married. Mm. Or it's that she's a bitch. And <laughs> I, want, I want you to like put a ring on it before I tell you what a bitch she was. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's the biggest cliffhanger we have at the end of that episode of what does that mean? <laughs> and then the rest of the gang, the rest of the jammers, they just, they're just going to sit in the ship and yeah, wait they for just these chill. people to bond. <laughs> just Chode's going to sit there being like, I'm Chode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go to awards. Uh, first award we got is most 90s thing. Mike, let's start with you. I shall meet you at the monorail. <laughs> the 90s go, were all about monorails. You go a lot of uh, monorails in the 90s? <laughs> yeah. It was big at Disneyland. Everybody was like, damn, this is this is hot. Yeah. Let's get a monorail. There's the Simpson episode about monorails. All of, all over pop culture. Caitlin, what do you got? Uh, I have when uh, Corsair uh, is being his daddy. He's having his daddy moment. And he's like, that's the Scott Summers I gave my last parachute to. <laughs> he's proud of his son. He's like, yeah, I'm glad I... I let you survive, even though you know you caught on fire, and you basically, I thought you were dead. Is so that super nineties? It's like nineties parenting. <laughs> yeah, nineties like- parenting. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have the same one, but it's different. Uh, I don't know what your guys' nineties were like, but when his dad left, I was a lot like my nineties. <laughs> <laughs> so Cassie, deal out the points, I guess. <laughs> I don't even like. I'm not even gonna say mine because it does go to Ryan. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan was a sad nineties boy. Sad nineties boy. Um, let's go to gas flying. Caitlin, what do you got for it? Uh, it's obviously, why do you have a picture of my family? (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking creepy, man. If they weren't related. (laughs) He did focus in on himself first. He was like, that's me. He was like, you little freak. And he's like, wait, my mom. It was beautiful. Um, that's what I also have for gas flying. Ryan, what do you got? I have when he finds out that Corsair is still a pirate. And like try out there to make money, mm. and oh, yeah. he Scott like Scott's already switched back and forth like six times in mm-hmm. this episode. And when Corsair says that, and when Scott switches, I I went back and remembered that him and Storm were just getting coffee in the morning like ten <laughs> minutes ago, <laughs> and then their day was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to be an X Man, guys. Like. D- cancel all dentist appointments because you, ne- you have no idea what your day is going to be like. <laughs> you simply no idea. I found my dad today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, the one-two punch-up. They're bad cops and we'll see dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just how sassy he was as a full-grown adult. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm going to, you guys know the rules. Caitlin had the same one as me, so she's going to get that point. Yay. Uh, next award is best use of power. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, it's, I mean, it's the thing we talked about the most. Like usually we talk about mutant powers, mm. but let's talk about the powers of your offspring. Cause if they can say your name, mom or dad in an insult, <laughs> that's one of the most powerful things you can do. So my greatest power is 
dad. <laughs> Make or break you. Mike, what do you got for it? Uh, early on when the Shi'ar have turned and are attacking Cyclops and Storm, she uses her wind powers, not against their ship, to take off a blanket off an anti-aircraft gun that is hidden in the mansion grounds, and so it starts yeah. firing at it. Her powers yeah. to remove a blanket is my yeah. best use of powers. That's very good. Caitlin, what do you got? Uh, mine is uh, mine goes to Chode. It's going to be... <laughs> <It's good. laughs> mine goes to Chode. <laughs> it's the power of his really good Chode hugs. <laughs> oh, right at the end, yeah. He yeah. got two people in there. <laughs> really good hug. Uh, chode hug is one of my favorite hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for best use of power, I have just the power to have a hidden manhole cover that leads to a monorail. A monorail. That's <laughs> just beautiful. Mike, I am going to give that point to you, though, for the blanket reveal. That was good. Was the, the Alderaan 5 or whatever, the Adamaran 5 that they were talking about, was that having the ship shoot solar power into a cannon that then fires back on the ship? Was that the plan? All along. Okay. <laughs> I guess it gets too confusing. I'll talk about it with the next people I've watched this episode of X Men with on the podcast, guys. Thanks for paying attention. I'm sorry, it's just so hard to keep track of X Men logic. Everything we were watching down, <laughs> writing down, Chode gives hugs. We, yeah. <laughs> we weren't here for battle logistics. Okay, it was like, when's Chode gonna give another hug? Mike was just constantly writing down Chode Gravano, Chode Gravano, <laughs> <laughs> little hearts, little tiny hearts. Um, all right, let's go to LVP. Caitlin, what do you got for it? It's got to be Scott for having what? daddy. <laughs> it's Scott and his his like daddy issues. Even though like he should be happy his dad's there and just not listening to his dad. Well, he wasn't an orphanage. Like he's yeah. gonna have a little bit of issues with that. Yeah, exactly. He shouldn't have any daddy issues because <laughs> there was none ever around. <laughs> it's easy point. to come up with that. <laughs> Different kinds of daddy issues. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? Uh, I have the. We haven't talked about the commander of the Shi'ar, who mm. I don't think we've seen yet. He's just some guy who's brought in. Had uh, incredible acting from this person. Incredible. Like, I will fire my cannons on you. Uh, he's awful this entire time. But I think my favorite part is towards the end when they when they pull the plan, the Alderaan Five or whatever, and he's like, "Well, they're going this way, but some are going that way." What are they doing? <laughs> but like his communicator is still on. Like everyone's listening to him say this. Like he's scratching his chin, having no idea what's happening. And everybody's like, I think we, I mean, I guess we won because this guy is announcing to the entire planet that he has no idea what's happening. It's him. It's him. He, they also drew his eyes. Like the artist never figured out this dude's eyes. They were constantly just like looking different ways and like somehow bulging. Like they spent a lot of time on him to look crazy. That was actually probably your museum LSD that you were on. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you got for it? I think Corsair. He he has to get saved in the beginning. He's not a good communicator. He when they're flying, Scott's flying a, a plane he's flown thousands of times, and Corsair's like, "I'll take over here," and then that gets shot out pretty quick. Uh, he's just kind of sucks. Yeah, and he doesn't have a great track record of flying planes, right. so I don't know why he got so confident in that. He's a regular Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> um, for LVP, I obviously have Scott, and it's for the amount of times he flipped back and forth, mm -hmm. especially the one where it was just like, he was like, hey, the cops are trying to get him because he's trying to get money. And like this motherfucker's so loyal to a uniform, he's like, simply there can't be bad cops, I'm sure. A little bootlicker, Scott. I <laughs> Ryan upset. <laughs> I am gonna give that point to Mike though. Um let's go ahead and move on to MVP. Ryan, what do you got for it? 
Uh, my MVP is, of course, one Scott Cyclops <laughs> Summer okay. for being mm-hmm. an absolute lord this entire time, knowing exactly <laughs> how to pronounce the word dad, mm. knowing exactly how to... Uh, something landed in the water that he had to go save, and he did a majestic 10. Everybody would be throwing up 10s at the Olympics if they saw this man dive. Uh, incredible episode for Scott. Mm. <laughs> well, I think we watched maybe a different episode. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I agree that Scott crushed this episode, but I know the host, so I'm going to say Chode for giving out those best hugs in Chode, the world. Chode, that Chode, is, Chode, That is playing to the host. That's very strong. Caitlin, what do you got? Uh, my MVP is actually going to be the parachute because although it did catch fire, it did save two children. It did. <laughs> it did save two children. And we know it's two, right? Because we met Havok a couple yeah. episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, my MVP is just Scott's parents for the idea of zip tying two kids together <laughs> and pushing them out of the plane. <laughs> just... Literally, like we got rope and uh, one parachute. Let's just kick them out of this plane, and that's that's great parenting. I did want to ask Cassie before you give your actual MVP because it might be me. Before uh-huh. I ask this question, um, if you ran your fingers through like Scott's dad's hairdo, do you think it would be thin? Or no. Do you think coarse hair has coarse hair? Yeah, yeah, I do think it would be coarse hair. Am I your MVP? Nope. It's obviously going to me for great parenting. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys. The final points. Uh, Ryan, Caitlin, and me all tied with one point. Mike on his return, stealing it with two points. You have one, my friend. Take a if little you come victory coming to King, lap. you best not miss. It's <laughs> <laughs> one point, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> best, best not miss. That's what miss. his new nickname is. <laughs> one point, Mike. <laughs> it's one point, Mike. Um, now that's the left is our outro and final plug. So, Mike, can you tell us about some websites? Uh, yourpopfilter.com is where you can go to get everything we put out into the world. Live it, laugh it, love it. <laughs> you can also go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter, pick a tier, uh, and we'll give you some cool, cool shit. It's all kinds of fun, extra content every week. Some uh, certified good, good shit. Um, certified with- good, good shit. And, oh, and then there's yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. And that's, use it like you use Amazon. Are you out of breath because you said three sentences in a row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hold my breath every time I think. Are so. you ju- also jump roping right now? Mm-hmm. In an attic <laughs> while peeling an orange. Uh, we also have some other shows. Ryan, can you tell us about those? Yes. Uh, please, please tune in to uh, Movie of the Year 1991. It's coming back after a two-month hiatus. We mm. were doing Best of the Year 2021. 21 is over, guys. It's like March 5th or so. Mm. So we're finally saying goodbye to 2021, and we are bringing <laughs> 91 back. But I think still to drop for the best of the year we still have movies coming up and maybe tv dramas those are two incredible shows so watch that listen to that and then get to uh 1991 also a natural 20s have a show mm-hmm. and every week i say the same thing how much longer can this title stand because forever. you guys are so old it's forever and i'm gonna say it again you guys are almost 30 so we'll see what happens uh, well, down- they truly will be unnaturally in their 20s oh <laughs> subscribe rate and review to movie of the year and unnatural 20s and the superhero show show caitlin can you tell us about social media i have it you and do have it you should go on it it's at your pop filter <laughs> on twitter and instagram that's right. Those are the only ones you need to know. Uh, we also got an email. It's contact at your pop filter. Next week, you guys, we got a big episode because it's going to get, it's dark and gritty week. Um, we're getting a little emo as we have the premiere of The Boys. Uh, we also, The Boys present Diabolical. I don't even know what that means. It's a boys cartoon. 
Hate that. <laughs> hate that. It's a cartoon just for the boys. The dark and gritty is going to be my attitude. Uh, also, we are going to be reviewing the new Batman. So be sure yes. to check that out. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.